Imagine being responsible for keeping and bringing new and different businesses to a state really known for automobiles. A creative challenge needing true innovation for sure. I'm your host, George Nagel, and today we get to talk with the Chief Business Development Officer at the MEDC to see how he and his team are revolutionizing Michigan's business landscape. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. It's my pleasure today to be hosting Josh Hunden, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Business Development Officer at Michigan Economic Development Corporation. As the name might imply, he is located here near me in the capital of Michigan in Lansing. During his long tenure, he has steadily worked through finance and project management to find ways to keep businesses and jobs in Michigan while enticing new companies to invest in the future of the residents of this state. Recently, this includes an investment of $1.6 billion by Our Next Energy to build a 20 gigawatt battery cell factory in Van Buren Township that will create at least 2,000 jobs. He certainly represents a pure Michigan. He has a master's degree from Western Michigan University. He is also a father of four rambunctious boys, along with, be a along with being a volunteer coach in youth leagues. Josh, seriously, man, welcome and thank you for taking the time today. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. Yeah, so let's jump right into it, Josh. Our audience needs a little brief introduction to what the MEDC is and I'm going to make it a little bit more challenging for you. I want you to tell everybody what the single most important aspect of the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is. Yeah, well, it's a it's great great question because we want to start out by really outlining what what we do at at the MEDC or the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. At its core, the MEDC is focused on enabling long-term economic opportunity and mobility for Michiganders, and we do that in many different ways. Uh we are focused on attracting and growing small businesses to the state, uh, attracting large businesses to the state as well, uh, supporting and growing our talented workforce, uh, developing attractive places. So making sure that we're, we're creating communities where people want to live and work. Uh, we also need to make sure that we're seeing high tech economic activity happen here in the state, uh, especially coming out of our great universities. And finally, we market the state both as a business destination and and what we might most be known for is uh, marketing the state through our Pure Michigan travel campaign. The most important thing that we can do is making sure that the work that we are doing every day is relevant to Michiganders mm -hmm. in every corner of the state from Menominee to Monroe. Uh, we have to be focused on supporting all 83 counties and being able to go anywhere and support anywhere to see the 10, Mich 10 million Michiganders I grow and thrive here in the state. That's that is a phenomenal, you know, outlook for for an organization with 300 people. So, what types of businesses? I'll talk about that for a second. Do you really interact with maybe you know sizes, um, the industries, profits, nonprofits? Maybe some good examples of companies you've you've kept here that were looking to leave, or maybe some new ones that you got to come in. Uh, we work as an organization uh, with Main Street businesses to ensure that our, our downtowns and our commercial corridors uh, continue to be vibrant with the types of small businesses that are so important to our state. Uh, we also work with new startups that are uh, generating technologies and life sciences or mobility or others and making sure that those companies 
start here, grow here, and stay here. Companies like Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis, uh, companies like Gentex and, and Pfizer and uh, Haggerty Insurance and Traverse City that really represent the types of businesses that when they make a decision to stay or grow in Michigan, it is a profoundly positive effect on the state. And if they make a decision uh, that to not grow here or to choose somewhere else, you know, it, it, has, it has an impact in the other way for the state and that we want to make sure that we are providing the highest level of customer care and concierge level services for all companies that we work with, but especially these companies that are making decisions that impact our economy in so many different ways. And then beyond that, while we talked about the specific companies that that we work with, uh, we also work with strategic industries for the state. So we've set aside uh, key industries like mobility uh, and automotive manufacturing, more general advanced manufacturing, uh, technology, life sciences, and engineering design and development, all as industries that we see as an opportunity where Michigan has a comparative advantage to other states and countries that we compete with to see more projects in those industries uh, locate here, stay here, and grow here. I want to pick up on something that really struck me, right? You mentioned being almost like a concierge. How often do you see yourself and your team really switching gears and having to apply a lot of creativity to service all of those different facets? Every aspect of what we do in this organization is about creativity. And it's... uh, it's being creative and being able to think nimbly um, around designing new programs and tools uh, that can work for such a wide range of customers. It also uh, is creativity around what are the unique needs uh, as we are working to locate a project in this state. Uh, for example, you mentioned the Our Next Energy uh, project in the open here um, that's looking to invest $1.6 billion and create 2,000 jobs here in the state. We worked with them creatively to ensure they had the financial package that made Michigan uh, the best location for them to to choose for that project. We worked with them to make sure that they saw the potential customers that they could continue to work with here in the state. Uh, We had to work creatively with them around uh, their uh, land development uh, with their construction partner for the site. And so it's bringing creative solutions uh, that could remove any potential roadblocks to development in this state to make it uh, f- for the customer as seamless and easy of, of a process as possible to locate and stay here in Michigan. I hear you're doing not only the the preliminary or the superficial voice of customer around, you know, is the money there, is is the, the timing right and things like that. But you're digging a little bit deeper because you're just talking about getting into the land, which means you're going into a lot of depth on not only the project scope, but the project impact to to an area. Um, do you think that in-depth voice of customer is what is really leading the charge for Michigan and bringing new businesses? Yeah, I think there's really, really two components to that. I think first is uh, showing that we are in in a relationship really with these mm-hmm. companies for the long haul. When you see a company making a decision to uh, locate a new factory or to uh, build a new research and development or a new headquarters center, uh, those are generational decisions that these companies are looking to select a site and select a state where they can stay and grow for the next 20, 30, 40 years. And we want them to know that in Michigan, uh, this is going to be a state where 
they're not just going to hear a good uh, sales pitch from us about why they should locate here, but that they have a partner for the long term and that we are building a long term partnership and relationship with them and that we will be there every step of the way. And then the other aspect of that around that, that great customer service uh, that we need to show is to not only be able to talk the talk uh, and and know the buzzwords to say to them, but it's about being able to walk the walk along with them and have enough detailed knowledge on uh, the work that we're doing, either through ourselves or through our partners, uh, to make sure that we can help them solve problems uh, every step of the way. And so being able to get into the detail with them. And, and I should say that it's not only about just what we at the Michigan Economic Development Corporation are doing, but we like to talk about collectively Team Michigan as a way that we bring uh, creative solutions to it. And so that's partners like our local economic development partners uh, here in the Lansing area. That's like the Lansing Economic Area Partnership or LEAP. That's the utility providers like Consumers Energy and DTE. It's other state agencies like MDOT and uh, even the Department of Treasury and the Department of Energy, Great Lakes and the Environment, all coming together around that common goal that we talked about of making sure that we are uploading, uh, uh, increasing economic mobility uh, for Michiganders in all corners of the state. You talked about generational. So if we look back even one generation, a decade, or maybe 15 years, what's the biggest challenge? And then what's the biggest change that you've seen beyond COVID, right? Yep. For Michigan in, in that 10 to 15 year time frame? The biggest change over those 15 years has been that 15 years ago was Michigan was in many ways in a single state recession. Uh, we then entered into the Great Recession that had huge economic impacts around the, the country and obviously around the whole world, especially directly hitting us here at home. Uh, and so many aspects of what we were doing at that time were finding enough jobs for the talented workforce here in the state um, with a huge uh, unemployment rate. There were just so many great, talented individuals that were not able to find work. And so it was all about us making sure that we could grow more companies here, bring more companies here, support our automotive industry and others to help connect those great employees to companies. 15 years later, one of the biggest challenges uh, that is happening, not only here in Michigan, is uh, finding enough of a talented workforce <laughs> for all of those employers that are here. And, and again, that's not a Michigan challenge only, but it's a challenge really that's that's taken place and really flipped the script entirely. Um, and so what is a positive on that? Well, first of all, is that there are great jobs out there for, for individuals who are looking. But the other great component of that is that's not only a Michigan challenge. And so it gets back to what we were talking about, us providing solutions to those challenges. So we've set up teams called, uh, for example, called the Talent Action Team. That's a partnership between uh, mobility and automotive companies in the state, higher education, the MEDC, and others around making sure that we're not just sitting here in Lansing thinking about what might employers need, but we're talking with them on a daily basis uh, to meet their need. Um, we're doing work around the communities to make sure that we are an attractive place for more talented individuals to live. And so all of those are solvable challenges um, and something that that we work towards every day to make sure uh, that we have enough talent here in the state and the highest skilled talent for all the great companies that are looking to locate here. 
Tell, tell us about some amazing innovations that you see coming from businesses that you that are already here and and maybe one or two examples of some type of innovation, not necessarily the company, because I, I understand that that could, one, be a violation of a, a non-disclosure agreement. So I'm not asking you to do that. Just what are you trying to bring in and what are some of the already amazing innovations that you see here that people might not be aware of? Because, you know, Josh, even when I was younger and even sometimes today, when I talk about Michigan, if I don't mention Detroit, the people don't know what it is um, from all over the world. And the first thing that they say, oh, automobiles. So mm -hmm. what are some new things coming? Well, I mean, I think for first of all, the the first thing that that we can point to in terms of just the ingenuity and the ability of our high level advanced manufacturing here in this state is that when Pfizer was deciding where to manufacture their COVID-19 vaccine, mm -hmm. they could have located that anywhere in the world, certainly anywhere in the United States. And they chose to manufacture that out of a plant right in Portage, Michigan. Um, you know, you mentioned my four kids uh, that I'm raising with my, with my wife. Uh, and uh, one of the, you know, one of the proudest moments as a Michiganders uh, for us was seeing those first uh, shipments of the vaccine flying out of the Lansing airport or the Grand Rapids airport and others coming from the manufacturing plant just down the road. And, and of course, that was very challenging times for the state, but it was a great opportunity to show the no, the technological and advanced manufacturing know-how of people right here in Michigan. And so uh, the life sciences uh, sector is is really a sector where where we think that we can continue to see uh, more advancements uh, taking place. Um, companies like Banff Health uh, over in the Grand Rapids area that are taking diagnostics uh, to the next level um, in terms of uh, medical care and what that can do uh, to help um, help people's lives uh, to uh, seeing sectors like agricultural processing, a company uh, just up the road from where I'm at uh, here in Lansing in the St. John's area called Glanbia, which is uh, one of the largest uh, milk producers, uh, milk processing plants anywhere in the country uh, that shows the ag processing know-how that we have here in the state. And then uh, we also uh, do like to uh, point out the heritage of the automotive and what that can mean here as well, because what that brings is important steps towards engineering and design and development here in the state. Uh, Michigan uh, has 76% of the nation's automotive research and development taking place here in this state. And we want to leverage that strength that we have in the automotive sector to see other sectors continue to re use research and development here in the state as well. And so uh, a company uh, like KLA in Ann Arbor is a great example of leveraging our automotive know-how and the strong talent and workforce into other sectors. KLA is a important research and development company in the semiconductor supply chain. And they had no locations in the state of Michigan. A few years ago, they decided to expand outside of Silicon Valley for a new research and development center. Out of 350 sites that they looked at across the country, they landed in Ann Arbor. Uh, they now have uh, over 600 people working here, are considering more of an opportunity to grow even further. And they have found with their workforce, when given the choice, 
more of their workforce are choosing to work in Ann Arbor than in Silicon Valley. And so when we look towards the future, uh, what we see as continued innovations will be to build off of our heritage and the strength that we have in automotive and manufacturing, but then leverage that into other industries, especially around semiconductors, uh, medical devices, and uh, and life sciences as areas that I think Michigan's going to continue to thrive and grow in the coming years. You mentioned uh, when Pfizer came and they set up that manufacturing, and it's an example that I use quite often around innovation. Um, because when I'm talking about innovation, people were thinking three, five-year, 10-year processes. And my argument to them is, no, it's about an eight-month process unless you are doing something like developing a new drug, and then it's an 18-month process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how quickly did your team have to respond to, to really help Pfizer make that decision and get into place? Well, and I think really that was a, that was something that we had been working with Pfizer before the pandemic came that was completely unrelated to the pandemic in terms of them seeing Michigan as a place that they wanted to site their next uh, manufacturing facility. Um, they had a location here in the state. They had 13 locations across the country uh, where they do manufacturing. And they chose to double down on their manufacturing here in Michigan because of the good business climate uh, here in the state, but also really because of the talented workforce uh, that we have here in Michigan. And so in that case, it was really about proactively looking at a company like Pfizer uh, that does such great work in the medical field to say, this is the type of company that we need to continue to build that long-term relationship and partnership. And that even though they aren't headquartered here in Michigan, they have a major presence here, and they are a company that represents the type of gr- company we want to see continue to grow here and bring good jobs to the state. Um, in terms of how we responded overall at the start of, of the pandemic, though I know that's not directly what you asked, but I think it highlights to the need for creativity. Um, we did things in a matter of hours, uh, certainly a couple of days to launch new programs to support small businesses uh, to, we have a program called Pure Michigan Business Connect that is uh, focused towards connecting businesses uh, with other businesses, the B2B supplier base, uh, completely flipping that from a uh, multi-industry approach to completely focused for a period of weeks and months after the beginning of the pandemic to only focus on connecting hospitals and other medical providers with manufacturers that could get them the important PPE that they needed. And I think what that shows is that we had to have a good starting point of good creative people that were here to bring together uh, the programs that we needed, but then to utilize that and the other aspect of the creativity of to quickly adjust and meet the moment that was necessary. And so by being able to be thoughtful over time, then also responding quickly we were able to help hospitals and uh, other uh, doctor's offices get a lot of the PPE that they needed, even though that's not directly ever at all what anybody thought of when that program was created. It was a way for an economic development organization to directly play a role in helping support the state and country uh, as a, you know in, in such a time of need in 2020. If nothing else, that is the epitome of of creativity and being innovative, right? So you establish, you took the time to establish a really good base 
and kept a entrepreneurial touch to everything, right? And then because of that, and because of your deep channels of servicing the customer and keeping in touch with them and partnering, you're, you're able to respond in ways that maybe not intended, but certainly impactful. And I don't know a business that doesn't want to hear that message. Yeah. And it is all, it is all partnership with, with us. I mean, everything is about partnerships and, and working together over the long haul. Uh, and like I said, relationship is another word we, we talk about because, um, we want to make sure that we are not tactical and transactional in what we are doing because there's always going to be transactions. But if we're working, uh, towards, uh, where we want to go, we want to move from being tactical and transactional to strategic and relational in every in every uh, uh, partnership that we have with our customers. You know that that strikes me as a lot of a lot of change that that is happening almost constantly, um, not only within the state but specifically with your team. So, how do you keep your team inspired so that they stay, you know, really self motivated to keep pushing forward on that message of pure Michigan? We are blessed to be. Uh, promoting and representing a wonderful product, if you will, um, in terms of this state with its abundant natural resources, a great business climate, uh, and place that our family calls home, our families call home as well. And so we are selling, although I don't love to use that term, that we're selling a product that we all love and care about with this state. It's It's easy to be talking about why a business should locate here when it's a state that we all love and and care so much about. Um, and then beyond that, it's really about uh, having a very collaborative uh, environment within our organization and understanding the different ways that people uh, can learn and grow uh, and be able to provide those creative solutions uh, that we need. And then the, the final aspect is really to me about caring about each other uh, on our teammates as as people, as more than just a coworker, but knowing that um, we have each other's back, that we stand side to side with each other at all times, that, that we are people first and that uh, the work that we're doing is important, but caring about each other, uh, caring about everyone as an individual and everything that's happening in their life uh, makes people recognize that we are all in this together and that we are going to to do great things together. Out of what you just said, you hit like three of the 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 top five things that people wish they had more time for um, while at work. Um, you know, being directly involved in the community, having a a true understanding of each other as coworkers, and working on something significant. Um, yeah. So that's that's phenomenal. Josh, that's all fantastic information. And as somebody that lives in this state, I'm really excited about the creativity and the innovation that your team's bringing. Um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and learn more about what you're doing or maybe even bring in a business, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, there's two different ways that I would give. The first would be to learn more about all the great things that the MEDC is doing for Michiganders across the state. Go to michiganbusiness.org. If anybody wants to reach out to me directly, they can find me on LinkedIn at Joshua Hunt, and that's Joshua Hunt, H-U-N-D-T. And I look forward to talking to you about the future success here in the state of Michigan. 
again, thank you for all that you're not only doing for Michigan, but for our local community and volunteering and um, just being a fantastic resource basically for everybody. And I want to thank you again for your time. Well, thank you so much. It was great being with you.